with not only episode 4 of this freaky show, but we are also here with the season finale of this freaking show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I'm your host, Tracy, and with me this evening, as always, Awkward Colin and the Freak Joe. I'm excited for this episode. It's uh, it's a great milestone for all of us. Yeah. One year of doing this. I know. Yeah. Awesome. 52 episodes. Um, and it was weird because, you know, when you think back and look back on, like, when this all started and when uh, we were talking to uh, GCR about how what episode 9 is, like, really that that make it a break a moment for podcasts and everything, and we've exceeded that five times over. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, four. No, five. Six. More well, than almost, five. Yeah. Going on six. Going on six times over. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for this episode. Um, like I um, like I said, you know, it obviously is episode four of this freaky show, so I don't want to get away from what this show is mostly about, which is the celebration of Halloween and everything. Uh, but at the same time, I kind of want to like reminisce, go back, and think about the entire season we've had so far. You know, with the uh, the guests we had on, uh, some of the topics we talked about, obviously the movies and everything we've also been discussing on uh, things like that. Um, and the first thing I want to go back and look at is obviously where I started in episode one. Um, oh, it was such a long time ago. <laughs> it was so long ago. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely, definitely a long time. Uh, but the biggest thing I was remembering, like, do you guys remember uh, in episode one when we thought about if we had a goal to have someone on, who would it be? Do you guys remember who you picked? No. No. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, I think you picked Van Damme. Yeah, probably. I picked Paul Canerico. And Joey, I can't remember who you picked. I can't remember who I picked either. Probably Emily Dickinson. I can see him picking that. Oh, I mean, I guess, <laughs> if I could bring Emily Dickinson back from the dead to be on our show, I would. I think he was somebody who was living. I hope I did. Um... <laughs> But it's like, I mean, obviously, you know, well, whoever you picked obviously didn't have it on their show. Um, but we still got to keep those as goals, you know. We still got to persevere and push forward and make sure we get things like that happen. Because right now we're just a bunch of liars. That's true. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> disappointing failures. Exactly. <laughs> but um, with this episode, I'm going to go Facebook Live uh, in a little bit and everything. Just to kind of just interact with people on there, see who gets on there. Obviously, it's... Uh, it's a little bit late on a, uh, a Sunday night as we are recording this, so you know people are probably getting ready to go to bed and get ready for the morning. The oh, day, work tomorrow! Fucking work tomorrow and everything. So I you know who knows. We'll see if we have some fans on who want to kind of interact with us and discuss stuff with us and everything. So we'll do that. And um, also, um, one of uh, a good friend of ours uh, actually wanted to uh, get involved in our show and did what we asked her to do. And kind of send her, uh, send us a message of um, her favorite or her greatest uh, Halloween story. Nice. Um, so I want to read that real quick. Yeah. And uh, this comes from uh, Shelmar. She's a friend of ours and everything. Uh, anyways, so her uh, her message to us says, "What's happening, Travis the Awkward and Geekash Joe? Uh, I would love to mention to you guys my horrible experience with Halloween. I was in the first grade." And we were having a party at school. My mom totally forgot to give me a costume, so I ended up going as a mouse in a garbage bag. <laughs> she put a garbage bag over my body and hung wilted lettuce, Cheerio box, my dad finished the box that morning, and aluminum soup cans. I was embarrassed that my costume was made out of garbage, 
But on the flip side, nobody else had the same costume. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> In addition to that, for fifth grade, a friend and I dressed up as Millie Vanilli. Nice. Uh, I was the one with the bandana. I could not even tell you what his name was. This might be why I'm always second-guessing my costumes. And she wants to know which one of us... Uh, she wants to know which costume do we believe, we believe was worse. Dress him as Millie Vanilli or dress him up as uh, a mouse in a garbage bag. I feel like uh, a mouse in a garbage bag is... Uh, it was just too early, you know. I was actually just reading through a list of costumes that should be popular this year. And uh, Pizza Rat was on the list. So I'm saying uh, probably Millie Vanilli was worse. I was going to say Millie Vanilli was worse just because it was Millie Vanilli. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know. Like, I know that they were a band or whatever. But the only thing I can think about with them is, uh, did, it, did either of you ever see Sasha Baron Cohen's um, Bruno? No, no. Uh, there's a scene in it where he talks about basically uh, blowing Millie from <laughs> Millie and Vanilli. I like I like how not only did you mention that, but you actually did the motion <laughs> of uh, fellatio, if you uh-huh. will. <laughs> Which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't realize this, we are all three actually together for this. Uh, Joy was actually in town uh, for a special event. And um, he stopped over for the evening and figured, like, you know, how do we make this uh, season finale more special by doing it all together? Yeah, yeah. doing it live-ish. So as we all sit here and uh, discuss it, we get to do it uh, in person, which we've only done one other time this entire year, which was probably one of my favorite episodes uh, when we went and got breakfast so at the good. Fire Bar and Grill. And sadly, Joey missed that this morning. I know. He did. We couldn't get our butts out of bed early enough. <laughs> That's all good. And by we, I mean Lady Science. If <laughs> <laughs> all fails, blame somebody else. Yep. So I just, I looked up Millie Vanilli. Not one of them have a bandana. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, but they do look like an, like an African-American version of uh, the, go- the twins, the ghosts from The Matrix, which I never knew before. Perfect. <laughs> oh, jeez. But uh, we other Germans. They wouldn't be African American. That'd be. So what are they then? German. I don't know. Oh, African well, German. What is that then? No idea. <laughs> um, my world is too small. Obviously. <laughs> uh, but getting back, yeah, getting back to the episode uh, where uh, we ate breakfast at Fireproof Bar Grill. Now that was the very first uh, day that they had the. Breakfast, right? Yeah. yeah. That was day one. That was the inaugural, the official mm-hmm. grand opening of the breakfast. And um, I got to tell you, it was probably, uh, I wouldn't say life-changing, not really eye-opening, but I mean, it was It was fun. I mean, it was, it was nice doing those uh, on-location uh, shows that yeah. I definitely wanted to do ahead of time. And actually sit down finally with Lisa and talk to her about, you know, her, you know, the achievements that her and her husband uh, um, went through to, you know, create that restaurant is absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. and the food there is absolutely amazing. Um, I uh, actually spoke with her um, a little bit yesterday about uh, some of the things they're doing, and she gave me a, um, a um, an updated uh, calendar of uh, what's going on there that obviously I do not have on me because I think ahead. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, quite a bit. But what I could tell you is I do remember that uh, obviously every Monday and Wednesday they do have burgers and beers for six ninety nine. We stress that quite often. <laughs> as well as having breakfast every Saturday and Sunday from 7 to 11. They do have all you can eat crab legs on uh, New Year's Eve coming up. So if you don't have any plans for New Year's Eve, you can stop over to Fire Pit Bar and Grill for all you can eat, cra- uh, all you can eat crab legs. That is uh, a reservation, first come, uh, first reserve basis, I guess. Yeah. And then every second week of the month, I believe they're doing barbecue ribs. Damn. And what's also amazing was um, for this month of November, they're actually doing like a German-style uh, menu. And I actually had uh, schnitzel for the first time in my life. Nice. How was it? It was absolutely amazing. They actually they had homemade German potato salad. They had uh, sauerkraut. And they had a fucking schnitzel that, I mean, it, it blew my fucking mind. It made me regret never having schnitzel before. And this thing was fucking huge. And, you know, obviously the month of October is coming to an end. Uh, so that's going to uh, fall at the wayside to make room for the next event coming in November, which uh, I am not privy to yet. Um, but as soon as I know, everyone else will know, obviously. And I do know that uh, with the uh, Chicago Cubs going to the World Series. Woo, woo. It's so exciting. Yeah, first time since 1945. Uh, they're going to do a... Uh, Chicago uh, Chicago Cubs themed menu, so that's gonna be pretty cool too. So that'll be exciting to uh, be a uh, part of. I'm gonna help them with that. Uh, use my creative uh, thinking to come up with some names and everything. Uh, food wise, that's gonna be on them because I can't cook for shit. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if that mouse clicking can be heard. Oh, probably. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You motherfucker. <laughs> um, so. Uh, so, yep, yeah, so, uh, they're gonna put together that, um, uh, for the World Series that starts on Tuesday, which is gonna be exciting to watch. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I might actually watch it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a historic thing, you know, Ooh. it's something that, you know, hasn't been seen in 71 years, you know, yeah. so they'll be yeah. exciting to watch. I do believe that, um, Cleveland is looking to have, uh, Charlie Sheen throughout the first pitch. Of Seriously? The yeah. Really? Awesome. Yeah. So awesome. I'm hoping that he actually comes out to the whole uh, wild thing theme song and cuts his hair like uh, Bond from uh, Major Leagues. That would be amazing. Still have never seen that movie. I'll still uh, probably miss it, though, because we'll be driving back home. Oh. Well, the game, uh, then the game's at 7 p.m. Uh, our time, so it'll be 8 p.m. your time, Tuesday. Yeah. We might just make it there in time for the, for the start. I don't know. Yeah. So Hopefully. That'd be great. Yeah. I'd be hugely pumped if I can make it back in time for that. Yeah? Yep, it'll be the first game I watch all season. Because <laughs> it won't matter anymore, at least they've made it to the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, looking at uh, the description of uh, episode one and everything, it shows that we actually did talk about the World Series last year. Did really? Talk about the World Series, talk about Battletech and Digimon. 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 I don't even remember that. Yeah. Like we were saying, it's been a long time. Oh, yeah. And then we also see today joined us next week for Discount Donuts, our favorite wine pairings and socks. Yeah, that, that was mostly lines, as I recall. Mm-hmm. I think we actually did so it wouldn't be a lie. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> did, did we talk about kangaroos, too? I think uh, so. Yeah, you talk about making a kangaroo out of a ship, or a ship made out of, like, kangaroo uh, what? fur. <laughs> A ship made out of kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the seats or something were like actual kangaroo. Oh my goodness! I, I feel I 
have absolutely no memory of this. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, it sounds like something I I don't know about. how you don't remember. It was your idea. Mine? Oh, it was Collins? It was Collins. Oh, good. Yeah, we're talking about how like, they're, like, they're like pouches and shit. They're made from like real kangaroos. and I think it was episode two. <laughs> I, that's, I don't know. I do know. They're like deer in Australia. <laughs> Just all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and people like eat their, their, like make soup out of them. And yeah. And kangaroo sausage. Yeah, let's see. Episode two: Tech Notables and Nonsense. In this episode, Game Talks Futuristic Toys, Veterans Day, hashtag Red Cup Gate, and the perfect wine for cannibalizing your buddy after a horrific plane crash. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, the past. I don't remember what was Red Cup Gate. I don't know. I've seen that. Tag. Wasn't it Starbucks? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Jeez, that was just last year. Yeah. yeah. God, God, I thought that was like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, episode three on this episode, she discusses the sorrow over the recent terrorist attack throughout the world. Yeah. That was Paris. Yeah, that's when that happened. Yeah. We also discussed bad booze, great beer, Battlefront, and other nonsense. Jeez, that's where Malort a, got brought up. That's where Malort got brought up. God, that was a really long year. Do yeah. you have any Malort? I can go for some Malort. There's Malort. It's up there. Oh, there. Joe. <laughs> Why would you bring it up? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. And then, um, yeah, and actually back then this is when we actually did the um, the um, the logo contest. Amazing. Oh, my goodness. There's just enough Gypsy Curse left in that bottle for like one, maybe two shots. Yeah, Color preference? No. Nope. I'm going to go Facebook Live now. Okay. Excellent. Yeah, so I'm going to make this. Hey, look at that shit. Oh, God. I'm going to turn it this way, though. I'm going to do this by myself. Like this. No, yeah, you're doing this alone. Uh, yeah, you definitely are the one that suggested yeah. you want it. That's fair. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you watching right now. Uh, oh, that that's such a pleasant smell. The freak Joe's going to do a shot, Malort. I'm surprised it even smells. Normally, you never get a smell Jesus. of it. Yeah, you're, there yeah. was just one shot left. That's not even a full shot, either. No. Oh, my God. Wait, um, we have to get something. Oh. Never mind, we're not getting something. Yeah, no, I'm gonna drink my ginger ale. Oh, like a chaser? No. Oh. I've never done a chaser in my life. Joe. I just want to let you know, this was the first bottle, wasn't it? Yeah. I bought this bottle after you guys mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And we have officially finished it off. I am. As soon as Joe drinks that shot. Uh. I so, don't know any Swedish... Uh, Shalom! Sure, that's Jewish, but I'll hang it. <laughs> it <worked. laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember, there is an actual, like, Swedish-like thing. Like, but why Swedish? Like, what? Because it's the, it's a Swedish liqueur. But is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's that. Well, I joined looking up Swedish thing. I'm going to continue to go through our episodes Swedish. here. Um... Episode four. Uh, this episode of Screen Crew has its first guest, and I believe this was uh, GCR. We talk thankfulness, childbirth, and holiday foods we like to eat. We also discuss Black Friday, Malort, yes again, <laughs> and Bone Tomahawk. We have talked about Malort a lot. Yeah. Oh, Bone Tomahawk! Yeah, oh, so good. I own that movie. Never watched it. Oh, what are <laughs> you doing tonight? My. It's not like we're recording an episode or anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I'm down to watch it if you want after. Oh, it's Skull. 
skull. Vodka? Mm. No, just that's that's the S K A L is the Well that's it's like to your health or cheers. Cheers. Skull. I'm gonna move over to my actual Facebook because uh I think the dog just farted because it just got really stinky right here. Yeah, sure blame the dog. <laughs> it was you, wasn't it? Anyways, I'm okay. Let me go live on my Facebook since we're not getting anything on this freaking show. Sounds good, man. Oh, man. This is just... I'm really sucking myself out. <laughs> you haven't done it yet? No. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> He's okay, just tongue-tasting it. it. I didn't actually do that. Just, <laughs> just do it, man. Oh, I've never actually done it out of a cup before. We need, we need, a ch- right we need cheers for... Well, like I told you with all shot glasses and those who are listening, I'm going to tell you exactly how to take a shot. You inhale. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath in. Mm-hmm. Take the shot, swallow it, and then slowly exhale out through your mouth. Change yeah. your life forever. That's actually... Uh, Best way to always take a shot. Now, again, I'm going to tell you guys, in order to take a shot the right way, okay, take a deep breath in, hold your breath, and you take the shot, you drink the shot. As soon as you're done drinking the shot, you slowly exhale out. That way... You don't get fucked. There we he go. Did it. Oh my god, no, you held it too long. God, uh, don't breathe on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's as bad as I remember. Oh god, it, it doesn't get it doesn't get any better. No. But we have a finish <laughs> officially finished off the bottle. The bo- mm. the bottle is now gone. Yeah. yeah. The, the Malort has been finished off now, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yes, Matt, I did say finale wrong. Thank you for pointing that out. I think I put finally. You did. I did? Mm-hmm. It's okay. I just know. I mean, I saw it when I opened my eyes. But yeah. I wasn't going to say it. Yeah, fuck it. Until afterwards. It's better I'm corrected. Oh, that is just pain. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> I think he's regretting it. No. Uh, no, I, I've never regretted it. Uh, for those of you who have missed it, Geek Cash Joe just took a shot of Malort. Not only a shot of Malort, the last, last shot. shot of the bottle that Colin purchased over... Not over a year ago, yeah. but last year. Close to a year yeah, ago. Yeah, because we had it on uh, New Year's. Yeah. So, Ooh. so it's finally done. Matt told me to suck it. I'm pretty sure it was like so the, was that? the first uh, <laughs> weekend after our we mentioned it. Oh. Yeah, it had to be. Um, episode 5. On uh, this episode, this freaking crew discussed baseball, Zuckerberg, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Zuckerberg. Uh, this is the episode where I think we actually... Well, first off, we talked about um, how... Um, uh, Toronto. I think it was Toronto was doing all these like you know if uh, David Price was staying, I would do yeah. this. Yeah, uh, PriceIsRight.com or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then I absolutely. Uh, and then with uh, Zuckerberg, I think it was talking about how he started like giving money away and shit like that too. Mm-hmm. And then we started talking about Marvel for the first time in this episode too. So that was pretty cool. David Scott said that's some nasty shit. With well, uh, yes, it is, David. Of course it is. Uh, if you show up next weekend, uh, maybe you'll find that out for yourself if we get in our battle. <laughs> uh, this weekend actually so that'd be yeah. pretty fun cool ah uh, shit what else is there episode 6 everything falls apart in this episode this freaking coup talks with Entropy that's right yeah, Entropy on so that was pretty cool <laughs> that's nice. a really great joke in the title there I don't I don't get that I never understood that what was that uh, the concept of Entropy is that ev- everything is slowly becoming more chaotic so that eventually all atoms and everything will just not have enough energy to stay together in bonds and will just be a collapsed mass of just individual 
particles. Oh, uh, so that's like a smart person. You yeah. Mean. Uh, okay, yeah. That's science shit. See, yeah. I looked at it as like, I think deep down... Geek Cash Joe just insulted our guest. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was Matt, so I mean, I would get the whole falling apart thing because <laughs> it, I mean, it's fucking Matt. What? Yeah. I'm like, but well, now I get it. Now, now I get it. Now it's funny. No, but no, no, yeah, you... it was just, it was literally the definition of entropy, basically. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, let's go, to, let's go to episode seven here real quick and figure out what we talked about there. Okay, Graham was on. That's right. Right. He's supposed to be on this one, too. But, uh, Hope Walking Dead was worth it. I heard it was the best episode this season. I mean, sorry, I to date, because it would be the first episode this season. So, of uh, course, it's the best one so I'm far. I'm Walking Dead fan. That's fair. They all could be the greatest ones. I still wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> That's fair. The only zombies I care about is a uh, zombie with a shotgun. Which is an Indiegogo. So, you can go to our website, com and find that Indiegogo to help them out. Uh, yeah. Episode 7, Zombie Apocalypse Part 1. In this episode, the freaking crew learns about survival from our local Z-Pak expert. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I learned the phrase Z-Pak. And Phil McCracken cool. Jr. says, bring Graham back. I tried. Graham was supposed to be on tonight. Ask him why he didn't show up. Spishin. Find Graham Parker. Tell him why he didn't show up tonight. Fishing. Not my fault. <laughs> 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 oh shit episode 8 the festivist for the rest of us oh. welcome to our Christmas holiday special oh this shit one is so good talk about the best worst gifts favorite Christmas movie music and other festive things this I kind of forget that we started this our, this show in the end of the year right mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Right. Well, the end. At the end of the year doesn't oh, feel eight weeks away. You know. Kyle, yeah. remember I want to rock you hard this Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should listen to it. Oh God, Phil says Graham didn't show because he's a dick. That's correct. That's not. Not he won't be a dick. He just had priorities with recordable TV shows. So. <laughs> and then finally, episode nine, we freaking made it. Like GCR said, episode nine is that breaking point on a make it or break it uh, situation. And in this episode, the stream crew talks about the tragedy and joys of 2015. Yeah. Which I think, honestly, we talked about more tragedy than joy on that episode. Yep. And uh, uh, Serial Killer 2016 was worse. So. Yeah. Kind of miss 2015 now. <laughs> <laughs> we also talked best and worth of 2015 and our hopes for 2016. We also made episode nine, so we got that going for us. Nice. Yeah, I think this is actually, uh, I think this episode might be the one, I think it's the same week we launched our new logo, too. I think it was. So, there's that. Uh, so, episode 10, real quick, is here, Zombie Apocalypse Part 2. Graham showed up for this one. <laughs> uh, this week, crew welcomes back our resident Z-Pac expert, Graham, for Part 2 of his wisdom sharing. On this episode, we talked Doomsday Prepping, Favorite Zombie Films, and General Shenanigans. Well, gender shenanigans are always alive. Yeah, I mean, we were supposed to do that tonight, but... Oh, and then F and Epic. Sorry, I'm <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Je- Somebody's jumping ahead here. Just a little bit. Go ahead, you take this one. Go ahead. What? Tom. No, I just, I was excited. Oh, yeah. Well, F and Epic, uh, episode 11, freaking epic. Uh, this week, the freaking cruise is down with F and Epic, a local metal band from Chicagoland. Talk influence, experience, and music. I like them. I actually like, and I'm not a big death metal fan or right. a hard metal fan or whatever you want to call them, um, but they're enjoyable. They were amazing, and I went to go see them in uh, actually live, and yeah, it we was, did. It was a lot of fun. Um, I peed a little. <laughs> it's kind of scary with the uh, the yelling, but uh, <laughs> they they know what they're doing. It's pretty fun, cool. 
Uh, so you have to go to episode. Oh, I gotta go down and go to newest ones because apparently we can't get them all on one screen because there's just so many of them. Yep. So many awesome episodes. So many epic episodes. Uh, okay, uh, episode 12, Freaking Marvel Comics. This week, this cruise is down with Joe Swanson. Not the cripple from Family Guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good thing to point that out. <laughs> Geekcast Base from Geekcast Live, and this is the one and only show that Rob actually been on, right? Yeah. yeah. We got to yeah. get him back on again. That's a good idea. We pretty much freak out about every little detail from the movies right to this, uh, oh, next night, Teenage Warhead. You know what, uh, Daredevil, or not Daredevil, fuck Daredevil, <laughs> Deadpool uh, is a free movie on Comcast. Really? Really? Yeah, I watched That's it today. Awesome. Nice. I actually watched it today. It was uh, it was an enjoyment of my day. Right I really there. liked it. Yeah. Uh, I fell asleep last time I watched it. Oh. Phil just told me that he just hung up with Graham. He had a Hillary rally this evening. That's why he couldn't make it. <laughs> 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 oh, God, I'm, I'm liking that. I'm liking... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, I want to get Phil on the show. Nice. He has some words. Episode 13, Get Lucky This Week, the Spring Crew discusses Flint, Michigan disaster, a miraculous invention, feminism, and superstition. Oh, there you go. I get lucky. Do you remember why you titled it that? Nope. Nope. Okay, we'll move on. Episode 14, the Oscar car trip episode. This is the same fucking episode that like it made us sound like we're in a uh, like a gymnasium. Yeah. Talking. Uh, something with uh, our recording on mine, Collins and... I remember that. I think this is also the same episode. Yeah, we talked about Andre the Giant. Yeah, twice the, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Bob Euchre, uh interview. I remember we uh, we actually think we played that live through the uh, through the show. So I think you're right. Cool. Um, then obviously episode 15 is part two because um, we don't know how to um, um, surprise shit. Yeah, yeah, so we just talk and talk and talk. I think that episode, episode 14, was the one where uh, Derek's like. You know, this show's like almost like an hour and 45 minutes long. It's like, well, yeah. Fuck it, right? It happens. It does. Episode 16, Fourth Wall Rambling. Uh, We talk about Deadpool. Geek Cash Joe's embarrassed to say he hasn't seen it yet. The other guys don't spoil it. Apparently it's very good. Like, stop what you're doing and go see it. Good. We also talk General Marvel Love and Phase 3 Goodness. That was a good episode, too. Oh, speaking of Phase 3. Yes. I'm just really excited. The uh, Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Teaser. Teaser. Trailer. It looks really good. Especially with, uh, like, Toddler Groot. Yeah. I'm excited. I saw so a cute. snippet of him. I haven't seen it yet. I'll yeah. check it out. I'll have to watch it. I didn't see the trailer for uh, Logan, which I was Yes, that looks about. amazing, too. Did you, uh, <laughs> I found out today, I think it happened on Friday, that the director of Deadpool 2, the director of Deadpool 1, quit. He's really? Not, he's not doing. He's not doing Deadpool too. Jeez. He had uh, differences with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Huh. So fun okay. fact for you guys out there, right? Uh, okay, let's move on. Hopefully, oh, they can still make it as good as the first one. Right. I think the problem was is I don't think the director the director kind of wanted to get away from what the first one was mm. a little bit. But Ryan Reynolds wanted to keep it how the first one was because that's what made the money. Gotcha. Uh, so 17 banter cast this week the freaking crew banter is about nonsense Geek Cash Joe has finally seen Deadpool so that's neat also <laughs> this week Fuller House comes to Netflix stay tuned for Daredevil this freaking May finally if you're anywhere near Pierce on this weekend come on down to Throwbacks to hear Entropy and FN Epic I remember going to that show yeah um, yeah, that was last year don't even worry about it now 
I looked at the camera like, yeah, you should check it out, but that's not happening anymore. This is the longest, <laughs> longest show title I've ever written, I think, for this. Uh, Holy smokes, Batman. Leo won the Oscar. Yeah, that's when we found the results and I won. That's true. I know, right? I'm fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, this week, the freaking crew talks about the Oscar results. Travis won the Oscar result debate, and Colin and Joe tied for last. Do what some of you guys are supposed to do for that because you lost. I encourage you supposed to buy you a beer. Yeah. 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 This by the fire pit bar and grill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we go um, either Monday or Wednesday, and I can get burgers for six nine nine as well. That's true. <laughs> oh God, Fuller House and the Great Music Show. Our friends at Entropy and Epic put in last weekend, which was fun. Episode 19, Conspiracy. This freaking this freaking week, the crew talks about conspiracy theories. Naturally, the show didn't record properly because we clearly angered a vague but menacing government agency by discussing the topics we discussed. <laughs> now, this is the video you put up in replacement, right? That literally the guy like plays like one note on the piano and then stares at the <coughs> camera. <laughs> yep. That was the scariest fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's four minutes and 33 seconds of whatever noises the audience makes. That was... I would love to see that one perform live. I would bring, like, a violin. <laughs> yeah. God. What, now, what? Now I'm, it didn't record, or... I don't remember what happened. I wonder if we got that raw... F- Do we, there, there's no raw footage, right? It's just, it's just gone? I don't know. We'll have to find that. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Some investigating, people. Hey, Justin Snedden's on. Hey, Justin. <clears throat> Chad's on. Hey, Chad. Um, episode 20, Aaron Gobra. Did I say that right? Yeah. Bra? Perfect. This week, our freaking crew talks about St. Paddy's Day and a special holiday episode. We talk about family tradition, St. Paddy's Day, and other nonsense. Do you remember what episode... Uh... Oh, fuck. What was it? I just had it and lost it. You know what? Never mind. It was on uh, Geekcast Live, not uh, this freaking show. So, uh, where are we at? About 30 minutes. Oh, we're fucking good. Yeah. It's the season finale. We can go a little bit longer, Derek, and uh, live it up. Yep. <laughs> oh, perfect. Episode 21, first person shoot up games. This is where we talk about uh, Colin's favorite movie, Hardcore Henry. Favorite movie? Yeah, all time. fuck that stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, this week, the three crew talks about movies, starting with the critique of Hardcore Henry. The crew discusses the merits for first-person films and video games. We also spend some serious time discussing the upcoming Batman vs. Superman, which I bet Hardcore Henry was better than the Batman vs. Yeah, yeah, I bet it was, too. And the crew trips to C2E2 last weekend. That was a lot of fun, too. Which all those uh, pictures yeah. from C2E2 are on our website, thisfreakingshow.com, under this freaking gallery. Yeah. Which was new as of episode 21. Yeah. We finally got it out. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was Man, it feels like so much stuff has passed. Right? Uh, this, this year has been, this been... I'm just happy that we've met so many fucking people. And episode 22 right here is where uh, we did the MLB bracket. I actually got to look that up and find out who's closer. I think, uh, I think Ryan was more accurate than I was. Was he? I think so. Oh, my goodness. I have to double check that. I could be wrong, which you know, I'm not wrong a lot, but I have to double check that. Episode 23, WrestleMania 32. This week, the uh, freaking crew talks about wrestling. Let's just say there's a reason he called it Billy Mays. <laughs> and you're the sham wild guy. Wait, what? <laughs> I re- what the fuck was that? 
I honestly don't. Oh, somebody said that on the show, and I don't. I, I know I said that, but I don't know why I said that. I guess you just have to re-listen to the episode. I'm gonna have to re-listen to episode 23. Uh, <laughs> anyone, if you guys remember episode 23 where I said something about there's a reason he was called Billy Mays and you're just a sham wild guy. If you remember that, let me know. If not, I'll. <laughs> Go back and listen to it. That was a great line. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Okay. What? <laughs> just out of the corner of my eye, I just see. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I just, got, I just got a shaky leg. I'm not. I, I mean, that's fine. Like, fucking keep your arms above the table. <laughs> Holy shit. Hand check, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Episode 24 is on to a shotgun. This is our first interview with uh, Paris Hilton. <laughs> You know, I see, I see what happened. What the fuck did I do there? What's Hilton's fucking? Oh my god! Hilton, Hilton, I believe is his Hilton first Ruiz, name. right? Yeah, yeah, not Paris Hilton. Oh my god! Sorry, Hilton. If you're listening, I mean, we're not Although Paris Hilton, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll you know use your coattails or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this week, the spring crew talks about Zombie Shotgun. This badass retelling of an old zombie story focuses on a man in the midst of transformation and his will to fight. Check out the web series below and be sure to go back to the Kickstarter. It's not a Kickstarter anymore, though. It's a good Indiegogo. That's true. Which is linked to our website, thisfreakingshow.com, so go ahead and check that out. Yep. I tell you, you know, I've really gotten really lazy with the uh, show notes. I don't want to say anything, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't call it laziness. I would just call it the... Um, the lack of uh, internet signal you get out where you're That at. is true. Yeah. Sometimes I gotta do it on my iPad. It doesn't work as well. Yeah. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite episodes too. Avengers vs. Justice League. That was a good one. Uh, I think it came out as a tie, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, this week. That seems a- like so recent. This week is when you talked Battle Royale Six between DC's ago. Justice League and Marvel's Avengers. The no answer way. may surprise you. Yeah, it came out, I think it came out as a fucking tie. That, um, That's insane. That was like a, like a major disappointment. That's like going to bed with a porn star and it ending in like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a major fucking disappointment. The hell way to put it. I mean, it's still a good show. Go check it out. But right. Um. Nonsense and shenanigans. Okay, episode twenty six. This is where we actually took uh, questions from uh, I somebody, guess, viewers, listeners, fans. Yeah. Uh, this week, the screen crew just hangs out and talks shot about Hollywood death while age actresses and <laughs> some of our favorite things. <laughs> oh, jeez. Joe's favorite novels, mm. Stephen King's Dark Towers, which is uh, going to be a movie. I'm so proud Hearts in Atlantis, The Hobbit, The Return of the King, and Raw Salvador's Chronicle. Yep. Yeah, no, R.A. Salvador. Yeah, whatever. Canticle. Canticle, there you go. Awkward Comics' favorite shows, Supernatural, Veronica Mars, House Monk, Psych, Smallville, Dexter, Rescue Me, and Suits and Archer. Place I want to visit for travesty is every favorite, every baseball stadium across the U.S. in one fell swoop. Yeah. That's awesome. I know, right? I'm actually really excited about that idea. I really got to do that. Yeah, I got a plan to go to one this, somewhere, some other state this year for it. Episode 27, first uh, interview with um, Standall for yeah. uh, Rebirth of a Gangster. This week, this from you, uh, this freaking crew. Oh my God, I can't fucking duck. It's all right. We all have those moments. This week, this freaking crew debriefs our indie comic con experience. You see, that's the thing. If you have a podcast, you should be able to speak. I mean, the whole point of the podcast is for talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Meh. 
debriefs their indie Comic Con experience. Oh yeah, that's when we went to uh, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. That can't have been that long ago. Yeah, that was episode twenty-seven. I think Maybe you're all have. lying to me. Yeah. <laughs> we also talked to the outstanding CJ Stando for Birth of a Gangster. If you like what Stando has to say about his comic, you find his find out Kickstarter here, which I think that Kickstarter is also done. Yeah, it's long, long done. Yeah. Uh, so 28 Civil War also Captain America spoiler word this week the screen crew talks about Captain America Civil War <laughs> we all loved it let us know what you think with using the hashtag freaking same wish that hashtag could still be used on Twitter and Facebook always available on Twitter and Facebook hashtag freaking same uh, so 29 Spring Fever this week the fellows discuss first dates eHarmony questions and other nonsense Mentioned in this show was on with a shotgun and rebirth of a gangster. Nice. Yeah. Okay. God. I'm, I barely remember the first date one. Oh, no, I do. Oh, that's why I read all the, how many, like, the first date questions and shit. Yeah, that was, that's what it was. Somewhere that was somewhere. six months ago? That was a while ago. Yeah. Right? That's insane. Episode 30, The Weird Laws. That's when I played the Weird Law game, and I fucked up on the very first question because I gave you four <laughs> choices, not one of them with the right answer. <laughs> so that was pretty fucking cool. Way to go, there, yeah. This week, just freaking crew talks weird state laws. Our congregation joy rejoice to be done with school for now, and the guys bring a whole new segment, Week Freak. And that lasted, didn't it? <laughs> Uh, the show has lasted longer than yeah. that. Where they bring in what they've been freaking about this week. I guess we still do yeah. it, but uh, it's been episode 30 since we've done that. Yeah. It doesn't feel like we it. Right? It does not. We started it then. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, we don't yeah. do it consistently. I mean, right. it's not like what you're geeking on with uh, yeah. you guys live. You guys actually uh, commit. Um. <laughs> We do. Episode 31, Memorial Day. This week, the screen crew talks Memorial Day. Geekass Show realizes he doesn't know much about Memorial Day, so Travis D.L. fills in. And our listeners in on some crucial details in this episode. We also discussed the recent zoo incident and the Disney conspiracy. Oh, uh, yeah, the zoo incident. Was that uh, I'm Disney sure it was around there. Was that the grill thing? Was that I'm Memorial sure. Day? Yeah, it would have been. I can't believe that was that long ago. But what is the Disney conspiracy? Oh, how all the Disney movies are all connected. Oh. See, I can remember that, but I can't remember the fucking gorilla right. dying. So, there's that. Harambe! Um, for those of you listening or watching, uh, tell me what your favorite episode was. Share that with me. Uh, episode 32, Bad Choices and Cosplay. This week, the few talks about the Stanford Rapist, Politics, and Cosplay. What the fuck? <laughs> we we have a lot of breadth and very little depth in this show sometimes. Oh my god. Yeah, and sometimes we have too much depth and no breadth. Our guest Super Casey couldn't join us, but we like to think uh, she was here in spirit as we talked about our experiences at conventions. It feels like she was there in spirits. Yeah. Later on. Actually, uh, immediately afterwards. Mentions in the show, Super Casey zombie with a shotgun. No comma, no period. <laughs> I must have posted that from my iPad. Yeah, hey, it's up there. That's all that matters, right? Yep. Okay. Episode 33 is when Super Casey actually showed up. So Super Casey finally showed up. Hey, Dana. Uh, Super <laughs> <laughs> this week, this free crew sits down with Super Casey. We talk cosplay, cosplay, and cons, as well as conspiracy and charity <laughs> in the cosplay community. 
Uh, Super Kings is actually really excited to come back on next season, which I'm really excited Tremendous. to be doing that is too. She? Oh, absolutely. For those of you who keep tuning in and wondering what I'm doing, uh, we're actually recording season finale episode of this freaking show. And I figured why the hell just do it uh, on a regular recording when I can do it on Facebook Live for everyone to look at me and uh, watch me as I talk. <laughs> so there's that. You still have to listen to the actual podcast. Oh, yeah, you definitely got to listen to podcasts and everything, because there's a good chance you're not hearing anything but my voice and that mouse clicking. So there's a good chance you could be missing what Joe and Colin are saying, so make sure you check out the show, as well as the other 51 episodes that came before this, as well as the thousands of episodes come after. So there's that. Um, anyways, um, Martin Graham is watching. Martin, how's California? Hope everything's good. You said Graham. I was like... Oh, not really? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, not Grand Parker. He's too busy watching Walking uh, <laughs> Dead. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to get Super Casey back on here too and everything. Uh, she's been I follow her on Facebook and she's been like really busy doing all her conventions and everything, which is pretty cool and good for her. Yeah. Episode 34, A Night at the Theater. Wow, I can honestly say I don't freaking remember what we talked about this week. Something about. <laughs> Movies, anywho, this is a freaking blast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was laughing about. <laughs> what did we talk about that episode? I have no idea. Oh, shit. I kind of want to find out, but anyways. Aw, uh, Danielle said, howdy, love bug. Hi, Danielle. I miss you. I hope everything's going well with you. I'm going to like that because you called me love bug. I'm like, yes, like, is this a Harry Potter movie? I'm like, no, but you would think it is. <laughs> Just because like, he's in it doesn't fucking matter. Did you just pick a random point in episode 32? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Because of all the goofy shit he's able to do. And the fact that he farts in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? I don't know. Go back a little bit. Oh, back a little bit? Google doesn't have it. When I was in the Navy, Stay with me for a minute. I had never seen Top Gun. And I was told I shouldn't even be allowed to be in the Navy because of it. <laughs> but I have uh, seen it since then, and I got to say, that is an amazing movie. It is really good. So, yeah, I've never seen and it. And I really, I probably shouldn't give you so much credit for Independence Day. The only reason I've really seen it is uh, when I, I was in high school, Independence Day. we had a sub. Seen? His name was Mr. McQuay. Mr. McQuay. He was the coolest sub we ever had. Because what he would do is he would look at the teacher's lessons plans and be like, I can't teach that. You guys want to watch a movie? <laughs> and we'd be like, yeah. And Holy every time shit. The, the options were Independence Day or Independence Day. Those were the options. Well, that's a good uh, option. Oh, fuck. Alright, so I have to go back and listen to episode 34. Yeah, I have no idea. I figure out what the hell that was. Episode 35 was an awesome one because that was actually the uh, introduction to a fellow podcaster on our show, Geek. Podcast host of Eventual Jedi. I want to see Geekcast Live. Holy shit. Um, can you believe that that episode was episode 35 out of 52? No. The was Disney it really? ones? Yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was fucking madness. Jesus. What the heck did I do to episode 36? Sorry. A lot. I don't know. I'll get to it in a minute here. Holy no, I shit. Just, <laughs> Somebody likes rushing ahead. <laughs> like I'm just copy, excited. Copy and pasting previous uh, show notes to the following one. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've seen that one. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, uh, that was awesome. Uh, Clint was on to do uh, episode 35. If you guys are a fan of uh, 
raunchy story ideas or uh, people who fuck up Disney childhood movies, uh, check out episode 35. I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. I mean, you might, but I mean, that's, you know, that's on you, not me. Uh, Clint, how you doing? Uh, I'm not sure if you're watching this or you're on, but if you are, we all love you. We all appreciate you coming on our show. Episode 36, Rebirth of CJ Standall. This week, the Spring Crew welcomes back CJ Standall's fantastic creator of Rebirth of a Gangster. We discuss his new issue, the challenges of self-producing a comic book, and his tremendous artist. You can find issues two of Rebirth of a Gangster on Kindle for $2 or get the story so far for 3 We were going to fuck it up, some below it. This week, ah. <laughs> Oh, look at that. <laughs> Oh, where did I even copy that from? This week, just recruited Brees or Indie Comic Con. We also talk about outstanding. Scenes. I must have copied that from the original uh, CJ Standall. You did. Way to go, you! I am such a professional. <sighs> <laughs> CJ is always a joy to have you on. Every time you have a brand new comic come out, uh, it's always fun. Episode thirty-seven. You again, web series. I love these people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, really like I definitely want to get a hold of them, have them back on again. And I, I watch every episode. It's amazing. I it's so fun. To. I totally forgot to back the Kickstarter. I was going to do it. I didn't. Uh, Colin, Dana says hi. Dana who? Uh, friend Dana. Chris and Dana, Dana. Dana. Oh, she aloha. Helped, uh, she helped us move. Remember I showed you that picture yeah. of you wearing the cowboy hat, she wearing the sombrero? Brought back uh, memories. Colin says hi, Dana. So I'm going to go ahead and like that, too. Because you are being involved in the show. Hey, Becca Spencer's on. Becca, I miss you. I hope everything's well with you. Colin says hi in his own little world. I don't say hi. It's <laughs> all curiosity for everyone out there. Not that I'm complaining or anything. If you hear mouse clicking, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying Colin's playing a video game right now. I think he's telegraphing something. So. I am. You know that uh, how they use it to communicate <laughs> long distances. I'm trying out this new format to do our entire show that way. Oh shit! <laughs> Episode 38, freaking week off. This week, the train crew phones it in. A few months ago, we recorded an hour for an autism charity. This is that podcast. I had a great time doing that. It was show. a lot of fun. That was oh yeah, fun for how late it was at night. Episode 38. <laughs> or in the early in the morning it was. Wasn't it like 3 in the morning? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we recorded at uh, 3 a.m. That was on the weekend, too, right? Yeah, it was like Because I think I remember sleeping in that day. Yeah, well, I think we napped for a little bit, and I got up at like 2.30. I made like a huge thing of Death, uh, Death Wish coffee. Nice. And uh, we sat there, and we did that, so that was a lot of fun. I'm glad we actually got to share that with everyone. And I was glad that... Uh, Tribute Geeks was able to find our show from fucking July. So that was fun. Yeah. Episode 39, another favorite. Leslie Tom was on our show. Uh, country singer from Colorado. Uh, really great artist. Uh, she does a lot for the uh, veterans and everything. So if you ever get a chance, find her. Leslie Tom. Literally spelled the way it sounds. Uh, you can't fuck it up. I mean, you can, but... Right. Well, like go I E, not Y. It makes it easier. Yeah, L E S L I E. Uh, actually, there's a link to our Facebook page on the show notes for episode 39, so you can go to there and do that. You can listen to the show, too. She's really fucking cool. A lot of fun to talk to. Uh, she talks about uh, being a single mom and uh, doing what she loves and all that shit, which is pretty cool. So, we got to talk about single moms and everything, so that was fun. Uh, episode 40, extra crispy. 
editor replaced HTML this week. I what? No idea. <laughs> I went. I I haven't pulled it. It's, it takes you over to Geek Dig for whatever reason to their episode one hundred. This week, the string crew returns to form with a good old fashioned Tupacast. We discuss Comcast lawsuits, Gen Con, Pavlock, and more. Pavlock, that's your thing. Mm-hmm. What the hell is Letter Kenny? Oh, it's those Canadian guys. They're hilarious. I'm already talking about them. Yeah. Okay. If you haven't watched them, we should watch them at some point. Okay. Uh, let's see. We mentioned Gen Con, Pavlock, Harry Potter, Letter Kenny Prompt, Geek Dig, Hunnit Episode, and Phantasm. Phantasm. That wasn't that long ago. No. Yep. Episode 41. Fear and Clint, our guests on our show this week. This, this week, Cruz sits down with our old nemesis, Clint, and Fear from Fifth Cast Podcast Network do a battle over our favorite horror movie villains. Oh, that's right. What we, like, we took like a top 25 down to the top 10, yeah. down to the top yeah. 5, and picked our top 1. Yeah, that was 11 episodes ago. That's bizarre. It's, wow. <laughs> Are you sure we don't do all these episodes in like one day? Because they're all coming back. I don't know. It's, it's weird to think like because what I mean when you put that like eleven was it like almost three months ago? Yeah, yeah. So fear was on our episode for the first time three months. Yeah, that, right. Oh my god, insane! I don't know what the fuck we've been doing then. Right. Anyway, so yeah, fear's. I love having fear on. He's fun as hell. Clint's fun as hell. I mean. Every one of our guests is fun. Yeah. So I, I mean, know. anyone's a private too. I mean, like, they've been doing this for years now, you know, which we've only been, well, me and Colin have only been doing it for a year now. Joey, you're a veteran. I'll call you a veteran. All right. I'll take it. Episode, episode 42, Year of the Boar, and episode 42 is where Colin gave us some 42 facts, so that's kind of fun. Hey, I remember that one. All right. This week of Dream Crew talks many things 42. We also talk about the Olympics, Gen Con 2016, and a lot of fun things. Uh, Con and I didn't make Gen Con, but Joey, you did. I did. It was a blast. Yeah. Episode 43. Uh, this week, crew records its first live show at Firefoot Bar and Grill in Piotr, Illinois. Jesus, that was my last weekend in town. That was your last weekend in town. Wow, man. We are joined by the owners, Lisa and Ron, to discuss their menu and enjoy their inaugural breakfast menu. It's absolutely amazing. I can't believe that's been that long ago either. Food's right. great. Definitely check out Firefoot Bar and Grill. Had it this morning. Definitely had this morning. Uh, and you know what makes it even better? What's that? Because I can get a fucking mimosa there. Uh-huh. And mimosas are just the shit. They are so good. Oh, yeah, they are. Um, this freaking show up so 44. I get the Bloody Marys. I don't get the mimosas. Bloody Marys are also amazing there, which you get them for breakfast every Saturday and Sunday from 7 to 11. But you get them all day, too. They're fucking Bloody Marys. Late birthday. Sorry for the delay. This week, the freaking crew was joined by Vengeful Jedi to BS and recast some of Colin's favorite films as though we were made by Tim Burton. Which I love fun, too. It was. Rules of the challenge require creepier storylines and the inclusion of Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter. Which, um... I don't know. I still believe that it ended up a tie, but I guess if you look no. at Apple and shit like that, Clint somehow won, which <laughs> I'm still going to protest that. No, I I full-heartedly see that. So. Well, 
Goodness gracious. <laughs> Episode 45, The Fighting 45th. This week, the Freaking Crew Talks Haunted Houses, Geekcast Joe's New Place, and the Upcoming Plans. Joe, you were at your new place. I was. And I actually wow. went to Hell's Gate this weekend. How was it? It is a lot of fun. It's it's like Statesville, but a little bit better because uh, with Hell's Gate, you actually have to go to the train station. Um, and they take you on a bus from there to the haunted house. And the haunted house is still in downtown Lockport, but it's in like a wooded area. So when you begin it, you actually have to go through the cemetery part of it, which is absolutely amazing. The deeper you get into the cemetery part, the more fog and everything they have rolling in and everything, which is absolutely uh, amazing to be part of. And then yeah. uh, the haunted house, I mean, like, the haunted house part, like, it's pretty much just like Statesville. It's just changed a little bit, but I think it's a lot better than Statesville. Uh, you can pay $25 to do the, uh, you know, ready and waiting to do the 35 for the VIP part, which, you know, you always do the extra $10 for the VIP line. Right. Do you get your money back? You can make it all the way through? No. What it oh. is, is when you get to the end, they put you in this room with a glow stick, and they tell you inside this room there's a key, which is the key to Hell's Gate. If you find it, you get your money back. If you don't find it, you just proceed through and you pay $35. So, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, no, it's not free if you make it all the way through. And it's not <coughs> it's not scary enough to leave in the middle of it. Uh, episode 46, Later Gator. This week, the freaking sh- uh, crew banters. We talk everything from the difference between crocodiles and alligators and why Connecticut doesn't have internet or cell service. <laughs> so, that seems like that was the downfall of uh, yeah. your... Uh, it's just the worst world. part. Yep. Your Digimon digital world. <laughs> Digimon. Episode 47, predictions be damned. Yeah, see how impactful I got there. That was pretty fucking cool. Who are the <laughs> three people still listening to me fucking talk? God, I want to know. I need to know at this point now. Uh, this week, the freaking crew makes predictions on what films will do well next year. Um. Oh, yeah, that's right. This was... Uh, Remakes or sequels? Uh, for predictions, we damned. Yeah, it was uh, what what films next year are gonna do well? We did everything except we no remakes, no sequels, no horror. I think so. Just the originals. Yeah, just that, original films that are coming out next okay. year. Okay, two thousand seven. Yeah, because we did horror later on with uh, Fear and. Uh, Next season, we're going to do sequels and remakes. Yeah. That makes sense. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 48. Um, yeah, I never got this one. MMA. MMA. Oh. <laughs> MMA. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I get it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm... I'm <laughs> Joey, sometimes you explain shit to me, man. <laughs> this week, this week, crew talked with our guy, Chris, a mixed martial artist from Piatone area. Technical difficulties kind of mangled the interview, which, you know, it does happen. Um, it doesn't happen a lot, but sometimes it does happen. But luckily, our amazing editor, Derek, who isn't listening to this, so fuck you, Derek. Uh, okay. um, he, does, he does wonders with the fucking editing and shit. Makes everything great. Uh, but we still have some great fun in, this, uh, in store. And be sure to tune in next month for this freaky show, the October podcast, with a little more something and a whole less, a lot less nothing. I wish I read the show notes because I would have said that in the intros. And shit. <laughs> Gotta keep me in the loop here, Joe. M-M-M. It's all right. Joe can drop the ball sometimes. 
Uh, episode 49, Hill with a Shotgun. Uh, this is the first episode of this freaky show. It was. Yeah, and we brought Hilton back. So that was pretty cool to kind of get an update from him on what's going on with Zombie uh, with a Shotgun. We also have a little baseball and premiere of a new segment, Freaky Tales, which, Joy, we're still going to have you do at the end of this episode, uh, just like you did the last three previous episodes. So that was pretty awesome. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Dana says, Midnight Terror is really scary. Watch the trailer for it. It's a haunted house. Phil says, just call Graham and put it on speakerphone. What does that mean? Does that mean, like, fucking, he could hear me right now through my phone to your phone to his phone? Um, Dana, I'll check out Midnight Terror. Actually, Joe, you want to check out Midnight Terror? Tell me what that's about. Uh, Phil, I don't fucking know what you're telling me, Phil. Midnight Terror. I appreciate you. Uh, Phil McCracken Jr. You don't know Phil McCracken Jr.? I do not know Phil McCracken I'll have him on the show one day. I'm so 15. It's a haunted house. Standoff's been It's a haunted house, yes. Uh, that means call his ass. I'm not calling him right now. I'm in the middle of a fucking show. I like it, though, because you're participating in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> episode 50, Standall's back. Uh, CJ talks about episode... Or, I'm sorry, not episode... Uh, ed- Over 60 rooms. Uh, what? What's it called? Oh, his new issue? Issue 3. Issue yes. number 3. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I was kind of lost. That was cool. She <laughs> also reads a short Irish Halloween story, which I wish he could have done in an Irish accent. I know, I do too. But it would have been too lucky charmsy. It really would have been. <laughs> and we don't want to insult any Irish listeners. Yeah. And finally, the most uh, current, most recent episode is episode 51, something, something, fear, something. What? Something, something. Is something, that, is that exactly when I read it? Something, something, fear, something? No. That's just what I said. That's just it? There's nothing like hidden behind it like MM. Uh. Nope. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this week, the, okay, this week the free increase is now, You know what happened was, uh, so... We recorded these out of or, out of order, right? So we recorded this one, episode 51, like two September. weeks, yeah, at the very end of September. And so by the time that I wrote the show notes, I could not remember what the hell the show was about, other than that we had fear on it and that we talked about horror movies a little bit. And so I think I just was like, I can't remember what we wrote about. And so I just basically was like, I think I took it, it's it's the same line if you replace fear with dark side. I just stole it right out of uh, uh, that... Star Wars parody that I can't think of the name of all of a sudden. Spaceballs? Yeah, Spaceballs. That's the one. Never seen it. <clears throat> it's really good. Sorry. Just, <laughs> it's so good, I totally forgot the name of it. Uh, this week, this freaky crew sits down with our guy, Fear Sifcast, discuss our predictions about next year's horror film. You remembered in the uh, description? Yep. But I forgot about it when I was writing the title. <laughs> I always do the title first, and then I sit and think about it. I gotcha, I gotcha. So that's all. That's all. Fifty-one episodes. Oh wow! Besides today, um, well, I think it's about time we get ready for uh, Freaky Tales. Oh shit! So we'll get that uh, ready and going, and uh, that means uh, that uh, my recording uh, on Facebook is now over. So it was fun hanging out with you guys, and like I said before, you know, use the hashtag. Uh, Freaking saying uh, to interact with us, um, ask us questions, you know, give us uh, some ideas what you want to talk about, what you want us to talk about on the show. And if you feel you're interesting enough to come on our show, we'll have you on and talk and everything. Mm. Or if you're not interesting enough, you know, Bill. 
So. <laughs> hey, Justin came on. Justin, how you doing, man? You're a little too late. I'm about ready to fucking leave. Not Justin Snedden. Hmm. I know, right? Justin, that was actually on earlier. He was. I was he just was. curious if he came back. No, this is Justin Reese. Uh, Justin Reese was actually um, invited to a party that he's not coming to because apparently we'd rather go watch somebody get married instead of hanging out with Travis, but that's cool. I'm not Lame. bitter about it in any way. Totally kidding. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this. Uh, I'm actually thinking I might be doing this a little more often now uh, next season. We'll see how it goes. Um, let me know. It'll, It'll be, be really coming. great uh, when they literally only get your side of the conversation. <laughs> literally only my side. That, that's what I actually am hoping for. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the exciting part of this. Mm-hmm. And they get me. Yep. It will just give them more reason to go listen to the actual podcast. Yeah, that's very true. There'll be a lot less muscle. The, the fun thing is it actually <laughs> makes as much sense in context as out of context. I think Travis yeah. doesn't like the mouse clicking. <laughs> No, nah, I don't mind the mouse clicking. <laughs> I just want to know if any of you happen to hear mouse clicking in the background through this entire conversation. And if you have, suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Graham, he did the mouse, he did the uh, fucking pen clicking through uh, one of his episodes. I wasn't mad about it, but I mean, still. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for listening uh, on um, Facebook Live. I am now going to end this. And we're going to continue on through pure recording only. Uh, Freaky Tales. Take care. All right, Joey. uh, We are now ready uh, for you to take the reins and show us or bring us our final Freaky Tales of the uh, year. All right. So for our our final Freaky Tale of the Year, I've chosen um, The Music of Eric Zahn by H.P. Lovecraft. That's the guy that does Cthulhu, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought about doing Call of Cthulhu, but that's like a whole novel. (laughs) Oh, come on. You should have done it. Mm -mm. 20 minutes or less. (laughs) Need the whole episode there? (laughs) So... I have examined maps of the city with the greatest care, yet I've never again found the Rue d'Ausailles. These maps have not been uh, modern maps alone, for I know that names change. I have, on the contrary, delved deeply into all the antiquities of the place, and have personally explored every region of whatever name which could possibly answer to the street I knew as the Rue d'Ausailles. But despite all I have done, remains an humiliating fact that I cannot find the house, the street, or even the locality where, during the last months of my impoverished life as a student of metaphysics at the university, I heard the music of Eric Zahn. That my memory is broken, I do not wonder, for my health, physical and mental, was gravely disturbed throughout the period of my residence at the Rue d'Alsais. And I recall that I took none of my few acquaintances there, but that I cannot find the place again is both singular and perplexing, for it was within a half-hour's walk of the university, and was distinguished by peculiarities which could hardly be forgotten by anyone who had been there. I have never met a person who has seen the Rue d'Ausay. The Rue d'Ausay lay across a dark river bordered by precipitous brick blear-windowed warehouses and spanned by a ponderous bridge of dark stone. It was always shadowy along that river, as if the smoke of neighboring factories shut out the sun perpetually. 
The river was also odorous with evil stenches which I have never smelled elsewhere, and which may some day help me to find it, since I should recognize them at once. Beyond the bridge were narrow cobbled streets with rails, and then came the ascent, at first gradual, but incredibly steep as the Rue d'Aussay was reached. I have never seen another street as narrow and steep as the Rue d'Aussay. It was almost a cliff, closed to all vehicles, consisting in several places of flights of steps, and ending at the top in a lofty ivied wall. Its paving was irregular, sometimes stone slabs, sometimes cobblestones, and sometimes bare earth with struggling greenish-gray vegetation. The houses were tall, peak-roofed, incredibly old, and crazily leaning backward, forward, and sideways. Occasionally, an opposite pair, both leaning forward, almost met across the street like an arch. And certainly, they kept most of the light from the ground below. There were a few overhead bridges from house to house across the street. The inhabitants of that street impressed me peculiarly. At first, I thought it was because they were all silent and reticent, but later decided it was because they were all very old. I do not know how I came to live on such a street, but I was not myself when I moved there. I had been living in many poor places, always evicted for want of money, until at last I came upon that tottering house in the Rue d'Aussay kept by the paralytic Blandot. It was the third house from the top of the street, and by far the tallest of them all. My room was on the fifth story, the only inhabited room there, since the house was almost empty. On the night I arrived, I heard strange music from the peaked garret overhead, and the next day asked old Blandot about it. He told me it was an old German viol player, a strange dumb man who signed his name Eric Zahn, and who played evenings in a cheap theater orchestra, adding that Zahn's desire to play in the night after his return from the theater was the reason he had chosen this lofty and isolated garret room, whose single gable window was the only point on the street from which one could look over the terminating wall at the, the declivity and panorama beyond. Thereafter I heard Zahn every night, and although he kept me awake, I was haunted by the weirdness of his music. Knowing little of the art myself, I was yet certain that none of his harmonies had any relation to music I had heard before, and concluded that he was a composer of highly original genius. The longer I listened, the more I was fascinated, until a week, after a week I resolved to make the old man's acquaintance. One night, as he was returning from his work, I intercepted Zahn in the hallway and told him that I would like to know him and be with him when he played. He was a small, lean, bent person with shabby clothes, blue eyes, grotesque, satyr-like face, and nearly bald head, and at my first word seemed both angered and frightened. My obvious friendliness, however, melted, finally melted him, and he grudgingly motioned to me to follow him up the dark, creaking, and rickety attic stairs. His room, one of only two in the steeply pitched garret, was on the west side toward the high wall that formed the upper end of the street. Its size was very great and seemed the greater because of its extraordinary bareness and neglect. Of furniture there was only a narrow iron bedstead, a dingy washstand, a small table, a large bookcase, an iron music rack, and three old-fashioned chairs. Sheets of music were piled in disorder about the floor. The walls were of bare boards and had probably never known plaster, whilst the abundance of dust and cobwebs made the place seem more deserted than inhabited. Evidently, Eric Zahn's world of beauty lay in some far cosmos of the imagination. 
Motioning me to sit down, the dumb man closed the door, turned the large wooden bolt, and lighted a candle to augment the one he had brought with him. He now removed his viol from its mouth-eaten covering, and taking it, seated himself in the least uncomfortable of the chairs. He did not employ the music rack, but offering no choice and playing from memory, enchanted me for over an hour with strains I had never heard before, strains which must have been of his own devising. To describe their exact nature is impossible for one unversed in music. They were a kind of fugue, with recurrent passages of the most captivating quality, but to me they were notable for the absence of any of the weird notes I had overheard from my room below on other occasions. Those haunting notes I had remembered, and had often hummed and whistled inaccurately to myself. So when the player at length laid down his bow, I asked him if he would render some of them. As I began my request, the wrinkled, satyr-like face lost the bored placidity it had possessed during the playing, and seemed to show the same curious mixture of anger and fright which I had noticed when I first accosted the old man. For a moment I was inclined to use persuasion, regarding rather lightly the whims of senility, and even tried to awaken my host's weirder mood by whistling a few of the strains to which I had listened the night before. But I did not pursue this course for more than a moment, for when the dumb musician recognized the whistled air, his face grew sudden, suddenly distorted, with an expression wholly beyond analysis, and his long, cold, bony right hand reached out to stop my mouth and silence the crude imitation. As he did this, he further demonstrated his eccentricity by casting a startled glance toward the lone, curtained window, as if fearful of some intruder. A glance doubly absurd, since the garret stood high and inaccessible above all the adjacent roots, roofs, this window being the only point on the steep street, as the concierge had told me, from which one could see over the wall at the summit. The old man's glance brought Blandot's remark to my mind, and with a certain capriciousness I felt a wish to look out over the wide and dizzying panorama of moonlit roofs and city lights beyond the hilltop, which of all the dwellers in the Rue d'Alsay only this crabbed musician could see. I moved toward the window and would have drawn aside the nondescript curtains, when with a frightened rage even greater than before, the dumb lodger was upon me again, this time motioning with his head toward the door as he nervously strove to drag me thither with both hands. Now thoroughly disgusted with my host, I ordered him to release me and told him I would go at once. His clutch relaxed, and as he saw my disgust and offense, his own anger seemed to subside. He tightened his relaxing grip, but this time in a friendly manner, forcing me into a chair. Then, with an appearance of wistfulness crossing to the littered table, where he wrote many words with a pencil in the labored French of a foreigner. The note which he finally handed me was an appeal for tolerance and forgiveness. Zahn said that he was old, lonely, and afflicted with strange fears and nervous disorders connected with his music and with other things. He had enjoyed my listening to his music and wished I would come again and not mind his eccentricities, but he could not play to, ano uh, to another his weird harmonies, and could not bear hearing them from another, nor could he bear having anything in his room touched by another. He had not known until our hallway conversation that I could overhear his playing in my room, and now asked me if I would arrange with Blandot to take a lower room where I could not hear him in the night. He would, he wrote, defray the difference in rent. As I sat deciphering the exec execrable French, 
I felt more lenient toward the old man. He was a victim of physical and nervous suffering, as was I, and my metaphysical studies had taught me kindness. In the silence there came a slight sound from the window. The shutter must have rattled in the wind, and for some reason I started almost as violently as did Eric Zahn. So when I had finished reading, I took my host by the hand and departed as a friend. The next day, Blendo gave me a more expensive room on the third floor, between the apartments of an aged money lender and the room of a respect, uh, respectable upholsterer. There was no one on the fourth floor. It was not long before I found that Zahn's eagerness for my company was not as great as it had seemed when he was persuading me to move down from the fifth story. He did not ask me to call on him, and when I did call, he appeared uneasy and played listlessly. This was always at night. In the day, he slept and would admit no one. My liking for him did not grow, though the attic room and the weird music seemed to hold an odd fascination for me. I had a curious desire to look out of that window, over the wall and down the unseen slope, at the glittering roofs and spires, which must lie outspread there. Once I went up to the garret during theater hours, when Zahn was away, but the door was locked. What I did succeed in doing was to overhear the nocturnal playing of the dumb old man. At first, I would tiptoe up to my old fifth floor, then I grew bold enough to climb the last creaking staircase to the peaked garret. There in the narrow hall, outside the bolted door with the covered keyhole, I often heard sounds which filled me with an indefinable dread, the dread of vague wonder and brooding mystery. It was not that the sounds were hideous, for they were not, but that they held vibrations suggesting nothing on this globe of earth, and that at certain intervals they assumed a symphonic quality which I could hardly conceive as produced by one player. Certainly Eric Zahn was a genius of wild power. As the weeks passed, the playing grew wilder, whilst the old musician acquired an increasing haggardness and furtiveness pitiful to behold. He now refused to admit me at any time, and shunned me whenever we met on the stairs. Then one night, as I listened at the door, I heard the shrieking viol swell into a chaotic babble of sound, a pandemonium which would have led me to doubt my own shaking sanity had there not come from behind that barred portal a piteous proof that the horror was real, the awful, inarticulate cry which only a mute can utter, and which rises only in moments of the most terrible fear or anguish. I knocked repeatedly at the door, but received no response. Afterward, I waited in the black hallway, shivering with cold and fear, till I heard the poor musician's feeble effort to rise from the floor by the aid of a chair. Believing him just conscious after a fainting fit, I renewed my rapping, at the same time calling out my name reassuringly. I heard Zahn stumble to the window and close both shutter and sash, then stumble to the door, which he falteringly unfastened to admit me. This time, his delight at having me presence was real, for his distorted face gleamed with relief while he clutched at my cloak as a child clutches at his mother's skirts. Shaking pathetically, the old man forced me into a chair whilst he sank into another, beside which his viol and bow lay carelessly on the floor. He sat for some time inactive, nodding oddly, but having a paradoxical suggestion of intense and frightening listening. Subsequently, he seemed to be satisfied, and, crossing to a chair by the table, wrote a brief note, handed it to me, and returned to the table, where he began to write rapidly and incessantly. 
The note implored me in the name of mercy, and for the sake of my own curiosity, to wait where I was while he prepared a full account in German of all the marvels and terrors which beset him. I waited, and the dumb man's pencil flew. It was perhaps an hour later, while I still waited, and while the old musician's feverishly written sheets still continued to pile up, that I saw Zahn start as from the hint of a horrible shock. Unmistakably, he was looking at the curtained window and listening shudderingly. Then I half fancied I heard a sound myself, though not a horrible sound, but rather an exquisitely low and infinitely distant musical note, suggesting a player in one of the neighboring houses, or in some abode beyond the lofty wall over which I had never been able to look. Upon Zahn the effect was terrible, for dropping his pencil, suddenly he rose, seized his viol, and commenced to rend the night with the wildest playing I had ever heard from his bow, save when listening at the barred door. It would be useless to describe the playing of Eric Zahn on that dreadful night. It was more horrible than anything I had ever overheard, because I could now see the expression of his face, and could realize that this time the motive was stark fear. He was trying to make a noise, to ward something off or drown something out. What I could not imagine, awesome though I felt it must be. The playing grew fantastic, delirious, and hysterical, yet kept to the last the qualities of supreme genius which I knew the strange old man possessed. I recognized the air. It was a wild Hungarian dance, popular in the theaters, and I reflected for a moment that this was the first time I had ever heard Zahn play the work of another composer. Louder and louder, wilder and wilder, mounted the shrieking and whining of that desperate viol. The player was dripping with an uncanny perspiration and twisted like a monkey, always looking frantically at the curtained window. In his frenzied strains, I could almost see shadowy satyrs and bacchanals dancing and whirling insanely through seething abysses of clouds and smoke and lightning. And then I thought I heard a shriller, steadier note that was not from the viol, a calm, deliberate, purposeful, mocking note from far away in the west. At this juncture, the shutter began to rattle in a howling night wind, which had sprung up outside as if in answer to the mad playing within. Zahn's screaming viol now outdid itself, emitting sounds I had never thought a viol could emit. The shutter rattled more loudly, unfastened, and commenced slamming against the window. Then the glass broke shiveringly under the persistent impacts, and the chill wind rushed in, making the candles sputter and rustling the sheets of paper on the table where Zahn had begun to write out his horrible secret. I looked at Zahn and saw that he was past conscious observation. His blue eyes were bulging, glassy and sightless, and the frantic playing had become a blind, mechanical, unrecognizable orgy that no pen could ever suggest. A sudden gust, stronger than the others, caught up the manuscript and bore it toward the window. I followed the flying sheets in desperation, but they were gone before I reached the demolished panes. Then I remembered my old wish to gaze from this window, the only window in the Rue d'Alsay from which one might see the slope beyond the wall and the city outspread beneath. It was very dark, but the city's lights always burned, and I expected to see them there amidst the rain and wind. Yet when I looked from that highest of all gable windows, looked while the candles sputtered and the insane viol howled with the night wind, 
I saw no city spread below, and no friendly lights gleaming from remembered streets, but only the blackness of space illimitable, unimagined space alive with motion and music, and having no semblance to anything on earth. And as I stood there, looking in terror, the wind blew out both the candles in that ancient peaked garret, leaving me in savage and impenetrable darkness with chaos and pandemonium before me and the demon madness of that night-baying viol <coughs> behind me. I staggered back in the dark without the means of striking a light, crashing against the table, overturning a chair, and finally groping my way to the place where the blackness screamed with shocking music. To save myself and Eric Zahn, I could at least try whatever the powers opposed to me. Once I thought some chill thing brushed me, and I screamed, but my scream could not be heard above that hideous veal. Suddenly, out of the blackness, the madly sawing bow struck me, and I knew I was close to the player. I felt a head, touched the back of Zahn's chair, and then found and shook his shoulder in an effort to bring him to his senses. He did not respond, and that st and still the veal shrieked on without slackening. I moved my hand to his head, whose mechanical nodding I was able to stop, and shouted in his ear that we must both flee from the unknown things of the night. But he neither answered me nor abated the frenzy of his unutterable music, while all through the garret strange currents of wind seemed to dance in the darkness and the babble. When my hand touched his ear, I shuddered, though I knew not why, knew not why till I felt of the still face, the ice-cold, stiffened, unbreathing face whose glassy eyes bulged uselessly into the void. And then, by some miracle finding the door and the large wooden bolt, I plunged wildly away from that glass-eyed thing in the dark, and from the ghoulish howling of that accursed viol, whose fury increased even as I plunged. Leaping, floating, flying down those endless stairs through the dark house, racing mindlessly out into the narrow, steep and ancient street of steps and tottering houses, clattering down steps and over cobbles to the lower streets and the putrid canyon-walled river, panting across the great dark bridge to the broader, healthier streets and boulevards we know. All these are terrible impressions that linger with me. And I recall that there was no wind, and that the moon was out, and that all the lights of the city twinkled. <coughs> Despite my most careful searches and investigations, I have never since been able to find the Rue de Alsai. But I am not wholly sorry, either for this or for the loss in undreamable abysses of the closely written sheets, which alone could have explained the music of Eric Zahn. Okay. That's a good story right there. What was the name of that? The Music of Eric Zahn. And who was that by? H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Perfect. Uh, if you want to find that uh, that story, I'm sure Joe can put it in the show notes for you and everything. Uh, <clears throat> Joey, I like that segment. I love I love that we ever do that all month long and everything. <clears throat> Obviously, we're going to continue to do that every uh, October. Yeah. Um, and who knows? Maybe somewhere down the road, you know, we could include that segment again on the show. Yeah. Because you have that voice that people want to hear. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. 
<laughs> it's fun to do. I have a lot. I have a lot of fun doing this. <clears throat> I got a lot of fun listening to you, man. I mean, I don't fucking read for shit, but I also don't listen to you, fucking. Oh man. yeah, it's like getting one of those audio books. <laughs> you listen to it on the way to work. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, Joe. Yeah. What you freaking on this week? Oh boy. Um, probably uh, the wedding that we just went to yesterday. Um, there was actually, it was a very cool wedding. It was, um, for a friend of ours from college. Um, but the thing that made it really awesome was that it was, uh, Greek Orthodox. And so we got to go to a Greek Orthodox church and hear things in the actual Greek language and check out all the icons and stuff on the walls. And it was a lot of fun and it was really, really very cool to see how they do things. (coughs) So that's what I'm freaking on this week. That's cool. How about you, Colin? Me? Yeah. Well, as you guys know, but our listeners might not know, I just got back from Seattle last yesterday. And I got to say, by far, it's been a, one of the best vacations I've had in a long time. It was one that you were gone for a while, but every single day lasted a long time. And I was able to do so much... <laughs> And uh, fun things. I mean, it wasn't boring by far at all. And I absolutely love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Because usually you have the time. Oh, yeah, you could do that. It's boring. And so it that's what makes it drag. And when you're doing fun things, it makes it go by really quick. Yeah. But no, this month was awesome. Or this week was awesome. It, did great, fun man. things and it went by slow. That's the best when that happens. Oh, yeah. Definitely, I'd say. Travis, what about you? <clears throat> oh, well, with the uh, season finale here and gone, uh, I'm going to take some time to get together some new guests for next year. Sweet. I'm going to do that. Uh, I actually just bought the WWE uh, 2K17 game. So it's my first wrestling game I bought since I. Owned a PS2, so say a long time. So playing that, getting uh, getting involved in that, so that's a lot of fun. Um, but mostly, uh, yeah, just trying to figure out what we're gonna do next week for the new season and next fifty one after that. So that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be exciting. Like I said, you know, we do got returning guests from this season who want to come back next uh, season, such as Super Casey. Uh, I'm, I know CJ's going to want to come back. Uh, we're going to get, um, <clears throat> hopefully, uh, other friends uh, from Geekcast Live back on again. Yeah. Obviously, Fear and Clint and all that. Uh, get back, talk more movies and geekery. About yeah, you got Nico over here at some point. Nico? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I actually even talked to that guy. But I would love to have him come on. Right. Um, also, you know, I'm still, uh, I'm still trying to get this whole... Uh, <clears throat> uh, other podcasts up and running with uh, DJ and Alan. Uh, we got to talk about that. Uh, just, apparently, it's a lot harder to do it <laughs> than, <laughs> than I thought. So, but yeah, I did it once. You know, it should be a cakewalk. Do it again, right? Yeah, you mean. Mm-hmm. So, but hey, Joe. Yeah. Every Thursday, our listeners catch Geekcast Joe here on this freaking show. 
But where can they find them on Saturdays? On Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at geekcastlivepodcast.com slash podcast. Or if you don't want to remember that horribly long URL, just go to gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and SoundCloud by searching GeekCast Live. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, kind of sounds like you're about to say something. So I was going to wait. No, no. Okay. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can find uh, this freaking show just way on our website, thisfreakingshow.com. We are on SoundCloud. No, we're not. You guess live is. Yep. <laughs> but we are on Stitcher, Podbean, and Google Play. We're also on iTunes just by searching this freaking show. If you go to iTunes and find us, give us a five-star uh, review. Let us know... Uh, what you feel about us, you know, obviously if it's good, we want to hear about it. If it's bad, keep it to yourself. Don't be dicks. Um, <clears throat> follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram just by searching this freaking show. And also use the hashtag freaking sand to get in touch with us and interact with us. Uh, like we wanted to do in season one, and we're going to try to push in on season two even harder is to get local bands to uh, promote themselves through our uh, shows by playing their songs at the end of our episodes. So if you know of a local band who wants to get involved and get their name out there, let us... Let us know. We'll contact them. We'll get some information from them. We'll play their songs and plug their information and stuff to help better uh, broaden their uh, listening uh, area, whatever the fuck it's called. <clears throat> As always, I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Cow. And I'm Cast Joe. Thank you for joining us in season one of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>